The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit up the guys on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Breakers have to get a bucket Here's the snap. Blitz coming. Allen steps up in the pocket. Going to take off and run. Has the first down and more. To the 40. To the 35. 30. Breaks away. 20. 10. 5. Touchdown, Josh Allen. Yeah, give him a flex, Josh. You just schooled them with their back turned for a huge touchdown run of 47 yards. It's 53 yards. He was on his own side of the field. Faster than a speeding bullet. Blitz threatened. Here it comes. And Mayfield throws it up for grabs. Toward the, it's caught. Touchdown, Tampa Bay. Chris Godwin. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, we, we should have had a lot more points on offense, but uh, we did just enough to get the win tonight. And, um, yeah, we're, we're happy, but still got more to go. Bakes moving on. Hour two, T-Row in the morning show, Tuesday, January 16. Toby and TJ back with you. We are down to the Elite Eight in the NFL. Last night, Bucks over Eagles 32-9. What a collapse by Philadelphia. Uh, Bills over Steelers 31-17. So here you go, Teach. Here's your uh, final eight next weekend. Saturday, doubleheader starts at 3.30. Houston at Baltimore. That's the Texans at the Ravens, TJ. This game intrigue you or no? Of the remaining matchups, not as much as others, no. But, um, you know, Houston's been hot. A young team with nothing to lose. Um, Baltimore, we've seen them be dominant going into the playoffs and kind of choke up a couple of times recently. So we'll see. Maybe uh, Maybe they can surprise everyone. Night game, 7-15, Green Bay at San Fran. Your wife will be plugged into this one. Uh, wife and kid will be happy, yeah. Are are you now turned Packer fan to support the family? That game, definitely, with them playing the 49ers. I will be supporting mm-hmm. the Green Bay Packers in that game. Sunday, doubleheader, 2 o'clock, game one, Bucks at Lions. Bate got a chance to move him on to the Final Four? Sure he does. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Detroit's good. They're the better team. But Detroit also is going to be coming off of this emotional you high of, you know, first time in, what, 30, what, how many ever years it was that they had won a playoff game. Uh, fans were going nuts. People were crying. They were hugging each other. you got to keep that going now. you gotta, you got to knock all that off and go forward. And uh, I think. Tampa Bay, you know, is in a good situation here that they they're playing really well. They're moving the ball well. They would have they won that game easily last night and they should have won it by even more 
if a uh, couple of uh, catches would have uh, – guys would have held on to catches. They had five drops that would have led to two or three more touchdowns. So Tampa Bay's playing good football right now, so they've got a chance, yeah. definitely. And then the final game is the uh, rematch that everybody was hoping to see, or a lot of people were hoping to see, but they're going to play it in Buffalo this time. Chiefs at Bills. I don't know. what. Uh, what's the weather looking like next Sunday night? Do we know? I have not looked ahead, but it, I mean, it's going to be warmer, I would think, than this this game yesterday. But I Those don't know how much warmer. Yesterday with the fans trying Soon to as, just get to their seats, yeah, the, it was amazing. The uh, I don't know if you've seen the the all the fans that showed up, obviously, to help clear the stadium, and they put yeah. it in like fast forward and you know uh, speed they up the time on it. They did a good job, and then it's, it the was every like first down or big play. Everybody grabs snow and snow would go flying in the air, and so it was it was funny. They finally said, "You know what? Sit wherever you want." <laughs> uh, next Sunday night, twenty-four degrees, no snow as of right now in Buffalo. Gosh, that's still really cold. I thought it would be a little warmer than that, even. So, I bet mm. Baltimore's chilly too. Yeah. All right. So, um, yeah, that's your uh, that's your four divisional playoff games next weekend. Um, I mean, go Baker. Unfortunately, probably the team I would cheer for behind him, like second most, would be Detroit. That's a good story, I think. So, and they're playing each other. Definitely don't want the Chiefs to win again. I guess Buffalo. I I got a little soft spot in my heart for how many times Buffalo has gotten close but never won it. So... And I don't know. I don't know. They're playing well enough to win it, so we'll see. And they started off the season, remember, with all kinds of drama, and yeah. thought they it were. It feels uh, like Baltimore, San Fran, Super Bowl to me. Well, obviously they're the two favorites heading into it, and had played the best consistently throughout the year. So, I mean, I hope that's not. So the you're case. saying I'm not out on a big limb? Is that no? What you're, you're not out on a big limb. I'm just hoping you're not right either. So. So, SEC fact of the daytime. Yesterday, I put out the uh, Naismith Award winners, you remember. Um, SEC has had three all-time. Maravich, Anthony Davis, and Oscar Shibway. OU and Texas have had four combined coming into the conference. Texas, two. OU, two. TJ Ford, Kevin Durant, Blake Griffin, Buddy Heald. As usual, TJ, the SEC fact of the day triggered someone. <laughs> Just with absolute fact. Yep. C. Will 310 said, I got an SEC fact of the day. Oklahoma's 131 and 107 since 2016. Second fact, Kentucky national titles eight. Texas and OU national titles combined zero. All right. Thank you, C. Will 310. Uh, Don't. Don't read ahead, see Will. We'll get You've the national championships. You've got a lot of facts to go here for the next 200 and something days. 249 to go. We're going to get to national titles, see Will. I assume you're a Kentucky fan based on this. And there's going to be a lot of love coming Kentucky's way in basketball. And with that fact of the day, you showed more love to Kentucky than any other SEC school. Sure. Uh, Kay Jack said, you forgot Michael Beasley. K-State. he went to Kansas State, see, Jack doesn't apply to Mm -hmm. either of these columns. (laughs) 
So, with hopefully uh, to appease Sea Will today, Teach, I am not going to national championships yet, but today we are going to Final Fours. All time Final Fours. SEC men's basketball, all time Final Fours. Who do you think has been to the most? Well, I would say Kentucky. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 17 of them for Kentucky. What about second most? Hmm. I'll go Arkansas. Yeah, that's right. Good guess. I don't know that I would have guessed that. Six for Arkansas. That's the second most. Um, and they've won a national championship, too, obviously. Uh, Corliss Williamson, right? Um, okay. Then you got Florida with five. Oh, I'm surprised I didn't go Florida there. Instead of Final four. Right, yeah. LSU four. And nobody else has more than one. Auburn, one. Georgia, one. South Carolina, one. Theirs was recently. Mississippi State, one. There are six SEC schools that have never been to a Final Four, TJ. Alabama, Ole Miss, Texas A&M, Vanderbilt, Tennessee, and Missouri. Tennessee, you would think with recent success, that's kind of surprising. Missouri, with some of the teams they had and the players that they had with Norm and those guys, that's that's the surprising one, that they never got to a Final Four. Yeah, both of those schools. Mm-hmm. Tennessee and Missouri should have been to a Final Four. Yeah. I mean, you're right. Missouri had some really good teams. And uh, and Tennessee, I mean, Bernard King, Allen Houston, Dale Ellis. They've had Ernie Grunfield. They've had some – Grunfeld, excuse me. They've had some good players through the years, but never been to a Final Four. Now, hunker down, Teach. Because this SEC fact of the day will bring the Missouri Another fans. shot at Missouri, I see. Because underneath that, you've got to put Final Fours for the new guys, right? Uh, Oklahoma has been to five, which would be the third most. And it would tie them with Florida behind Kentucky and Arkansas. Mm-hmm. And Texas has been to three. Uh, so... Hunker down. It's going to be one of those days, Teach, where this is going to start an OU Missouri war. It probably will. I don't mean to. It's just a fact. It's simply a list of how many Final Fours everybody's been to. Yeah, right? you, I'm not trying to me, cause anything here. If you would have asked me how many had Missouri been to, I would have said three. I would have thought that they've been to multiple Final Fours. So. Feels like they should have been. You yeah. know, that's one of those programs. <laughs> a failure that, of a program. OU beat them in the Elite Eight in uh, 02 to get to Atlanta. I believe that was the Elite Eight, or was it the Sweet 16? Pretty sure it was the Elite Eight uh, out in San Jose. And then Sunvold, Stepanovich, Doug Smith, uh, on and on and on. They've had great basketball teams at Missouri. But for whatever reason, just have not been able to get over the hump in the NCAA tournament. So there you go, TJ. That will be your SEC fact of the day. Now, I did see you uh, taking a shot at some baseball writer. Yeah. Uh, and, now, and from what I could gather, this guy did not believe Adrian Beltre was a first ballot Hall of Famer. 
No, in fact, he said it was an insult to Ted Williams, and he named off a couple of different guys. He said it would be an insult to them if Adrian Beltre even made it into the Hall of Fame. I don't think that's what he's saying. I, w- I watched it back. You're, you have watched it more than I have. My impression was he didn't think he deserved to be a first ballot Hall of Famer, but go ahead. Either way, this guy's a scrub. He's the guy that had to be like uh, his colleagues – basically had to get all over him because he also said that about Mariano Rivera, that he wasn't a Hall of Famer, and he finally changed his vote and put Mariano uh, in first ballot. Um, He said Adrian Beltre was not a draw, that people did not go to the ballpark to watch him play, which is ridiculous because Adrian Beltre was an entertaining guy. Between him and Elvis Andrus and the stuff they did on the field together and when he would play Seattle with Felix Hernandez and those guys would mess with each other and they would do little uh, things on the field, he was highly, highly entertaining. But forget all that. Like He had 3,100-plus career hits. He had 477 home runs. He had over 1,700 RBIs. He's a multi-time gold glove winner. He's a multi-time all-star, a multi-time silver slugger. He's one of the best third basemen of all time. Um, after this came out, too, Mike Schmidt and George Brett and some other like high-profile guys came out and said, uh, he's without a doubt a first-ballot Hall of Famer. He's one of the best to ever play the position. So this guy, I'm guessing, he covers the Red Sox, and Adrian was there like the one year, and I'm guessing they didn't get along or something, so he's just held it against him, and that's where this is really stemming from. But he's got all the stats in the world that he's definitely a first-ballot Hall of Fame guy. Hmm. Yeah, definitely a Hall of Famer. See, here's the problem. So this would fall into the category of knowing your team inside out. Like, the idea that anybody would have that uh, Joey Votto isn't a Hall of Famer is completely insulting to me. But I watch every at-bat, and I've been following him every year. Adrian Beltre, great player. When I looked at his stats, because I looked during this last commercial break, well, I was shocked. I was like, oh, wow, he's got a lot better stats than I would have guessed he would have had. Right. He's definitely a Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. His name, I, and I'm trying to figure out why. I think I'm wondering maybe if it is an American League West thing where – a lot of times games are played out of sight, out of mind, because you rattled off like like Elvis Andrus, like he's some great player or something. And no, no, the, I just, they would joke with each other The guys other on with the, the Mariners, and, mm-hmm. uh, who, I, what names did you say with the uh, Mariners? Felix Hernandez and him would always have antics on the field and mess with yeah. each other, and yeah. Like I've mentioned many times, I don't know if I've seen a single at-bat of Mike Trout in my life, you know. I mean, it's, it's like some of that stuff, I wonder if it happened kind of out of sight, out of mind from the biased East Coast media a little bit, where everything is bigger if it happened with the Red Sox or the Yankees or the Phillies or, you know what I mean, uh, over there. Yeah. And Adrian Beltre's over here in middle America playing for, for the most part of his career for a team that was not a contender, right? I mean. He had, um, you're right, because he was always, uh, in the West, be it, be it NL or AL. So he had the one year with Boston. Outside of that, he was several years with the Rangers, several years with the Dodgers, several years with Seattle. So, yeah, yeah, he would have been playing late at night a lot of times. And That's no excuse, but I do think sometimes that hurts you. 
because people just don't don't follow you as closely. Is he a first ballot Hall of Famer? I don't know as sure about that. I'm looking over the list of first ballot Hall of Famers. And for me, Adrian Beltre's name isn't necessarily synonymous with the with this list. Mm-hmm. But again, I am admittedly didn't follow his career as closely as you did. I just don't like Ken Griffey Jr., Randy Johnson, Pudge Rodriguez, Chipper Jones, Mariano Rivera, Derek Jeter. Is he one of those? Cal Ripken, Tony Gwynn. In my my mind, no. But again, I'm I'm telling you right now that I'm I did not follow Adrian Beltre as closely as. And you've got to think of the time periods too. All the names you just reeled off. Had he played in that time period with those guys, he would have been in that. He would have had the talking points that you're talking about. It was a more popular game in the 80s and 90s with a lot of the names you just reeled off. Um, so that plays into some of it, too. Yeah. Well, he's getting in. I mean, he's. Yeah, he'll get in. I don't know if it'll be first ballot. I think it's deserving. I think, I think there's ballot, two right. things that you look at 3,000 hits or 500 home runs. He, he has the 3,000 hits plus and then almost had the 500. Had he decided yeah. to play one more year, he would have got to the 500. So he would have had both those categories that essentially make you a shoe-in for the Hall of Fame. So, unless yeah. you're A-Rod or Barry or Roger. There's so. none of that with him, right? No, he was never, like, throughout his time period, none of that ever came up with him. Yeah. All right, All right we'll take a break. Back to the text line next. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line 405-651-3439. Back up to this. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel. OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment. The one for games. The one for fun. Riverwind Casino. Simply the best. Big thanks to Hightower Clinical. They bring you this hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show, bringing you clinical trial opportunities to Oklahoma with no cost or insurance needed to participate. Medication provided for free. Patients are compensated for their time. Several different areas that they work in. If you want to find out more information, if they can help you, perhaps a loved one, HightowerClinical.com or call or text 405-831-5905. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. This goes back to your uh, handshake or fist bump. This one says, smile and nod. We're men. That's all we need. Okay. Just a head nod. Hey. Seems what's up. Seems a uh, avoidance. Seems a uh, yeah. I mean, if you're across a room. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, before COVID, I was a handshake kind of guy. Afterwards, I'm now a fist pump kind of guy. Uh-oh. Uh, Gunny, uh, uh, this would be who the a guy was coming after uh, on Toby's uh, mention earlier. Do not. Yeah. L- please do not turn the show in that direction. Please. <laughs> Good morning. Snow day here in D.C., so I get to hear the whole show for once. Got to see the Sooner wrestling team beat Navy on Friday in Virginia Beach. Always nice. great to beat Navy. Love your show. Have a great day, gents. Toby in the Pentagon. All right. Thanks, Toby. Um, little disconcerting that we shut down the Pentagon. I was about to say, why are you outside. even off? Like, shouldn't you be still protecting <laughs> the country? What's Let going our on? enemies know what day to attack, you know? <laughs> ah, it's a it's snow a- day. Let's go after them. Yeah, the offices aren't even open over there today. <laughs> I, I uh, uh, since he brought up wrestling, uh, I don't think we got to it yesterday. But congrats to the women's gymnastics team. Dominant performance out in Utah on Saturday at that big uh, meet on ABC. 
They beat uh, three other national title contenders, Utah, the home team, UCLA, and LSU. Great win for them. And a very impressive start for Mark Williams' team as well. A lopsided win over the Air Force on Saturday night in McCaslin Fieldhouse. I think that's is that 61 straight home wins for them or something like that. So off to great starts on the mat. Fist bump. Bro, people are nasty. They don't wash their hands after the restroom. They're always digging their boogers out of their nose. I see it every day here at work. There you go. Gross. Where do you That's work? a vote for fist bump. Where do you work that people are just walking around <laughs> picking their boogers? I get some people don't wash their hands after the restroom. There's nothing. Uh, this probably goes on like at all workplaces, mm-hmm. unfortunately. But like, where do you work that they're just walking around like picking their boogers all day? Go to the restroom. Uh, urinal teach. And there is the option, obviously, there's a sink there. There's also the option of a, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, what am I saying? The disinfectant gel. Yes. Uh, Purell or whatever it is. Both or one or the other? I always just soap and water and wash my hands. Yeah. Okay. So. It's a, I, I would say both, unless I survey the sink and it looks like i might get more germs by washing my hands (laughs) you know what i mean although if you've just got the air hand dryer i may just go uh right uh disinfectant because i hate the hand Mm -hmm. dryers i just want paper towels there are some some public restrooms where it's like i mean if you got no if you got no other option obviously but there are some where you look at the sink and you go i'm asking for more trouble if i use that So I'm going pure hell. <laughs> Gas stations, you know, sometimes. Oh, sometimes, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, how did this end up this way? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, You guys aware of the situation in here? <laughs> how long has this toilet been in this restroom? You know they sell new ones, right? Somebody died. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny H says, don't do either. Just say, hey, like your friend on the Andy Griffith Show. Hey, good. Hey, hey Andy. Gom. Hey, Gomer. Hey. Hey, Floyd. Hey. Uh, so what you're saying, T-Row, is you're on the... Uh-oh, this is not opening. So what you're saying, T-Row, is you're on the Super Bowl conspiracy, Ravens-Niners. That's from Tommy. Is there a conspiracy that the league's setting up for those two to play? The, the logo came out Oh, that's right, with the colors. It was purple oh, and red. Oh. I knew nothing of this until my kid, and he's trying to tell me. Like, seriously, this is how it is. This is what all, all my life, this is how it's happened. I've watched it. I'm like, you haven't watched this all your life and paid yep. attention to the colors of the logo. I didn't no, even know there has. were different colors on the logo until you just brought it up. He's been following it his whole life. <laughs> he's he's heavily into the color conspiracy right now on this logo thing. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Uh, I went outside yesterday and just stood there. Then told my I. Huh? Hmm. I went outside yesterday and just stood there. Then told my I, it's not that cold until a gust of wind hit me. Then I went back inside. Right. I think I was supposed to be told myself. Wasn't that cold yeah. out there? Um, it's cold. It's cold. Like you don't have to uh, question it. 
and, and go You're outside going for and another test walk it. around your living room today? Uh, I think it'd be a good day for a walk around the living room, yeah. If you're just joining us, TJ walked a mile around his living rooms, plural, yesterday. It's 150 feet if he takes a lap around his living rooms, plural, yep. in his uh, Galardia estate. Start and, right uh, there in the dining area where uh, you know where that is, right there at the kitchen. Yeah. You go all the way through the one living room, around the hallway, through the other living room, back through the kitchen, and just keep circling. It's a, it's a perfect uh, uh, oval track. I'm trying track. to remember. It's not carpet. Is it carpet? Uh, in the hallway, not in okay. the kitchen or the living rooms. Any path that you're wearing down there, anything? Mm, I'm sure the uh, hallway's getting a little worn Are you down. doing any upper body at all? No, not anymore. You're not mixing not any push-ups world. or anything no. like that? No, every now and then I'll do some... World? Not, I mean, at my age, uh, I may do some jumping jacks at times, but oh, I've, really? I've never been a push-up guy my entire life. I think you can look at me and probably tell that. So, yeah, I don't lift well, anymore. I, mean, I don't it, go to the gym and lift would, anymore. Would so. Katie mind if you put mixed in a push-up once in a while? Uh, my wife has given up on me years ago. She mm-hmm. knows that she's the beast, uh, workout beast in this relationship, and that she's just happy so, I go on my walks. Flat belly is important to you. Muscles, not important to you. Yeah, that's probably true. That's okay. probably true, yeah. All right. Although I don't have a flat belly either. Well, I mean, that you're trying to do cardio to to stay healthy and to yeah. keep your weight down, right? Right. But you're not mixing in any weight training whatsoever. No, so not typically. You're, uh, I'm just, I'm just, I mean, can I make a suggestion? Yeah. Five push-ups today. I get enough heavy lifting, lifting in during the summer that it carries me through the winter. Oh, I thought you were going to say carry in this show every day. That was that, a real opportunity. That for was you right an opportunity. There. I was thinking, oh, by the way, ice I'm chest glad I lift you up into that. my boat. So you got a lot of nerve. Why? That picture you posted yesterday, that thirst trap of your boat. <laughs> you trap. might as well have just posted pictures of gold bars you own <laughs> i mean talk about rubbing it in look i miss holy her holy cow i usually post that once a time during the winter it's usually like a cold day like it was yesterday i do miss her i do have a strange relationship with my boat i think she's human i talk to her like she's real when i leave on the weekends or whatever like we were out there new year's eve and uh, I was putting some stuff up in the storage unit. I talked to her. I said, hey, stay warm, uh, baby. I'll see you in a few months. And What's you her know, name? Um, Heart on Fire is what we call her uh, with the, well, uh, the red. Be careful when you yeah. say that. You can't shorten that one at all. Um, so, you know, I do talk to her. I do, I do feel like she's got feelings. So, mm-hmm. Well, it made a whole lot of us feel even poorer than we are. <laughs> TJ posting pictures of his just told her to stay warm that i was thinking about her just wanted her to know i was thinking about her yesterday so you got some real mind over matter going on because like the cowboys lose you post pictures of the rangers winning (laughs) it's freezing outside you post pictures of your boat right you're like well at least it's not this (laughs) just wanted to take myself to a happy place and think of the boat and stuff yesterday and so. Today maybe we get some some photos of the Rolls Royce. Um, it's in the shop right now, so maybe no, maybe boy. on a Friday. All right, all right. Break time. We'll be back. The Ref Radio Sports <laughs> Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. 
fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. It's another big night in the Big 12. We got four games coming your way tonight. Uh, These midweek games will be the fourth of 18 conference games in the regular season. Maybe I should start with the standings here, TJ. What do you think about that? What do you think about that? Yeah. Oh, hey, we got new rankings out, too. Let me start there. We hit the new rankings out yesterday. Maybe we got some bracketology by the end of the show, too. All right, new top 25 out. AP has UConn moving to number one, the defending champs, back to number one. Purdue, two. Kansas stays at three despite their loss to UCF. Carolina up to four, Teach. OU lit the fuse for Carolina. They are killing people since that night in Charlotte. Mm -hmm. Houston lost twice and only dropped to five. That's how turbulent things are. Tennessee, six. Duke, seven. Kentucky, eight. Baylor up to nine. Five-spot jump for them. Memphis, ten. Other Big 12 teams, OU is next at 15. What do you think? They were at nine. They lose twice. They drop to 15. I think that's exactly what we said in that scenario when we were predicting it out. We had thought, you know, if they would have got that game at TCU and or got the game in Lawrence, we would have said they were perhaps top five with the way the week was going, and I think that would have been the case. Uh, And I think we said 15 or 16 if they ended up dropping both of them, and so it landed about right where we thought. TCU in the poll at 19? I think they're too low. That's too low for them. Pretty with what, good. Yeah, with what their record is now and those two wins this week, well, three wins actually last week, going into the, uh, the Saturday before with Kansas, or I guess that was a loss, but played them extremely well. Um, I think they deserve to be a little higher than that. Maybe above OU. Well, they beat OU. It right. was at home. The problem was until they beat OU, they had no quad one or two wins. They had, they had no wins in the top two quads at all. Yeah, yeah. And now they've, and but, but they have now. I mean, they got they beat OU in Houston, so they went from unranked to nineteen. BYU twenty, uh, Iowa State twenty four, and Texas Tech moves in at twenty five. Um. Okay. So here are the Big Twelve standings through three games going into play tonight. You've got two teams at the top at 3-0, and Baylor and Tech. Four teams at 2-1, and Kansas, Iowa State, TCU, and K-State. A host of teams at 1-2, and OU, Houston, West Virginia, Texas, Cincinnati, BYU, and UCF. And the Cowboys are at 0-3. Four games tonight. Uh, 6 o'clock, TCU at Cincinnati. So the Frogs did have a couple of home games last week. Now they got to go back out on the road after a good week. Good game at Cincinnati tonight. Uh, Six o'clock, that's an ESPN Plus game. Who you got, TJ? After just giving them a lot of love, I'll say Cincinnati. Hard to win on the road. Mm -hmm. Have you watched Cincinnati at all? I haven't seen, I don't think I've seen any of Cincinnati this year. We get them next Saturday. Uh, They are big. They've got a couple of international guys that can really shoot it. Um, athletic. They look pretty good to me. 
uh, I haven't watched them a ton, but just, I watched the end of the Texas game, which they lost on the Max Acemus jumper. 7 o'clock tonight, Baylor at K-State. Baylor 3-0. and Who you got tonight in the Octagon of Doom? I'm going to go K-State. It's hard to win on the road. It's hard teach. to hit one on the road. <laughs> That's an ESPN Plus game. 8 o'clock tonight, Iowa State at BYU. Iowa State has uh, ripped off a couple of wins since they lost to OU in their conference opener and moved into the top 25 because of it at BYU. BYU got their first conference win on Saturday by beating UCF in Orlando. UCF, after they beat Kansas, lost at home. So Iowa State at BYU, who you got tonight, teacher? It's hard to win on the road, but I'm going to say that Iowa State does. Hmm. I'm going Cyclones in that game. In Provo? In Provo. They have a giant arena in Provo. I didn't realize, like 16,000 or something like that. Huge. And uh, that's an ESPN Plus game. ESPN, the mothership tonight, Kansas at Oklahoma State. Who you got? Kansas is going to win that game. You know, OSU gives Kansas fits. Home and away. Since Bill Self's been at Kansas, I bet I bet the two teams, I don't I miss somebody could tell me I'm crazy about this. I bet Iowa State and Oklahoma State have given them the most problems in the Bill Self, 21 years. He's been there 21 years, TJ. Bill Self has been at Kansas longer than you and I have done this radio show. Does that that seem possible? No, it doesn't seem possible. 21 years. He's lost 17 home games in 21 years. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. And and you're right. Oklahoma State plays them tough a lot of times, but this isn't that type of Oklahoma State team, I don't think. Probably not. Yeah. Probably not, but... But you could overlook them, I guess, and then find yourself in a tough battle at the end. So Here's the deal with this Kansas team. We talked about it. The, those big three and a half are great. One of them gets in foul trouble. They're vulnerable. That's what happened at UCF. Hunter Dickinson goes in there and gets a couple of quick fouls or, or McCuller or something like that. OSU has a hot night. It ain't impossible, Teach. Uh, you're telling Pardon. it like it is, Tobe. You're telling it like Pardon. it is. But I think you're right. I think you're on the right side. I think I'd pick the same four teams you picked tonight. Um, Sooners in West Virginia tomorrow night, 7 o'clock in the LNC. This falls pretty close to the must-win category for me, Teach. You got, you got a team at home that you need to beat tomorrow night. You going to be there? I don't know yet. To be determined. Well, I got to see how Bronx is feeling as we go through the next day or two. So, oh, he has to go with you if you go. Oh yeah, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Well, otherwise, he'd just be at home alone. I don't want to do that to him. So, interesting. All right. Well, <laughs> probably just stay and take care of my sick kid if <sighs> he's still not feeling well. Out of the segment that took the air right out of the segment right there. Yeah, well, uh, yes, there. I'm there. I'm there. Yeah, I'll be there. I'll be there if I can't think of any other reason not to be. I'll be there tomorrow. <laughs> 7 o'clock tomorrow night, folks. LNC, Sooners and the Mountain Men. Last visit. Are you going to be kind of sad Bob Huggins isn't going to be there? 
No stool on the sidelines? My last uh, image of Bob uh, Huggins will always be after last year's game when I walked into Chili's that night after the game. I'm like, why is Bob Huggins still here and he's sitting at the bar? <laughs> so, yeah, I'll be a little sad. The Chili's bar in Norman. <laughs> yeah. It was like several hours after the game. Something had happened with their flight. And yeah, the other coaches, Some of the other coaches mm-hmm. are just sitting at a, a pub table at the uh, Chili's in Norman. I was like, that's Bob Huggins. My wife couldn't stand Bob Huggins. Because the way he acted on the sidelines. Well, he's not stuff. a lovable guy, so I can see no. where she's coming from. No, but last week we were watching, um, I was watching the end of the West Virginia-Texas game. And it was close at the end. And Jenny looks up and goes, ugh. I, bo- I hate both of these teams. I don't want either of these teams to win. And I was like, yeah, but. You hate one more than the other, right? And she was like, I don't know. I hate both of these teams. And I was like, all right. Really can't stand Bob Huggins. It's Texas. Right. Come on now. We not learned anything? So, uh, anyway. Big night. Big 12 basketball. It's a two-screener tonight. You got the Thunder in action at 9 o'clock tonight as well. So, hunker down. Make yourself a pot of chili. Turn on the fire. Watch some hoops. We'll be back. This is the Ref Sports Radio Network. There are trucks. Then there's the truck. Hightower Clinical brings you this hour of the T-Row in the morning show. They've got several metro area locations that they can help you working in several different areas. Colitis, Crohn's disease, different types of dermatitis, arthritis, different cancers, multiple disease areas. They believe everyone should have access to new treatment options through clinical trial participation. Hightowerclinical.com, or you can call or text them 405-831-5905. see here on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Toby is going to have to start his SEC facts of the day with a trigger warning. No joke. (laughs) Isn't it going to be the, that's just the norm? In that conference, like no matter what you yeah. say or what you post onto mm-hmm. Twitter, it's going to trigger some other SEC fan base. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Toby, so you, what you're saying is Missouri hasn't even done anything in any sport. Yes. No, For those of you that. keeping track, he's done nothing with this SEC fact of the day except take shots at Missouri every single day. Incorrect. Our, our, there was one uh, that we've had so far about when they were building the stadium, a couple of trucks got buried under rubble, and they're still under the stadium. There's a couple of construction trucks that are buried underneath Faro Field. They just left them there. That was a fact of the day. So what you're saying is it's a dump. I was giving that. I was giving them props for that because that's kind of cool. Uh. uh you use a fist bump because there's people who don't use either soap or disinfectant. I mean, the poll's over, folks. 62% <laughs> went handshake. Did we worry about uh, that back in nothing. the 60s and 70s? Nah, we just shook hands. Yeah, the, the uh, where'd the fist bump come from? It's pre-pandemic. I mean, it's... yeah. We went. We started going elbows in the pandemic. 
We didn't even trust fist bumps. Every now and then, someone will come up to me and do the elbow thing, and I just, like, uh, walk away from them. I'm like, what are you even trying to attempt right there? Kind of elbow me. <laughs> I'm not going to be sucked into your world. <laughs> <laughs> Get that elbow. <laughs> nice mask. <laughs> I know who you're voting for. Get that elbow out of my face. DJ, you raised a gambler. Why would you question him on things like color scheme of the Super Bowl logo? That's right. <laughs> True. That's right. He's also an expert on Mr. Beast, so maybe I should go to him about those type of things as well. Uh, who, by the way, I guess is posting videos on uh, Twitter now, and that like shook up the whole world yesterday. Uh, I have no idea the last two sentences that have come out of your mouth. <laughs> If you had a teenage son, you'd probably know who Mr. Beast is and what Prime Energy Drink is. So, all right, yeah. Uh, Satan's new role will look like a lot like uh, Lumberg from The Office Space. DeBoer's going to love it. Saban? Yeah, it's, it says Satan here, but I okay. meant Saban. Yes. Okay. Um, how would it be if the water tower looked like a football helmet? Or how cool would it be? We're talking about the Norman Norman water tower painted like an OU football helmet. Hmm. I don't mind that. Face mask on the front of it? I guess. So that would be the awkward shape of, you know, because they're not round. Yeah. I'm trying to think of it. It's more oval, right? uh, I don't hate the idea if we could do it in a cool way. Stick a uh, face uh, mask on the front of it somehow. That'd be pretty dope. Why not around the water tower? Just paint the numbers of Heisman winners with the OU logo somewhere on there. All right. Helmet would be cool, though. I don't have a problem with that. SEC fact of the day, Mizzou fans are a wee bit sensitive. Okay. Uh, let he let, uh, what is it about glass houses to you? <laughs> yeah, I think, okay. I think we're all sensitive. Every <laughs> fan base, uh, regardless of level or sport. All right, it is, uh, what time is it, TJ? It's 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock Central Time Zone, cold day. T-Row in the morning show. The Ref will be back.